man, I am like trying to keep a level head right now <clears throat> with like all this ridiculous racist neo-Nazi bullshit going on right now. So, uh, you know, stop. Uh, I think I lost you. No, I'm here. I'm just taking it all in. Oh, breathe, breathe it in. Breathe it in. Yeah, it's, uh, it's tough, man. People are, people are shitty. Humans are shitty. It's true. I just watched a video of somebody pulling down a Confederate statue today. I saw that. That was, I got chill bumps. That was really nice. That was a cheap oh. statue, by the way. Just uh, yeah. all politics well, aside, that was a pretty cheap <laughs> statue. Great metaphor for America. Make something look like a bronze statue when in actuality it's just a huge chunk of fiberglass. No Probably. rebar. No rebar. Probably imported from China. Um, <laughs> be honest. Be honest. Yeah, man. Real, real shitty state of things, but. Oh my god, excuse me. What are you gonna do? Uh. What? Go on Twitter and fight with people about whether they should all get along together or not? See, it's just like. I feel like an echo chamber. I was just talking to Morgan earlier. Like, there's so many people that are coming out and, like, silence isn't the answer. Everybody has to step up and, like,. You know what I've noticed about that, though? What's that? It's a lot of white guys saying that. Oh, yeah, mostly white guys. Mostly white guys. And, like, the thing is, I mean, all of my friends, all of the people I'm close with, like, both online and offline, are very aware of, like, my political viewpoint. And, you know, me just being a generally good and accepting person, just a decent human, I don't feel like I have to go remind those people of that fact. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to, I don't have to like go out and march around my ideals when it's just the same people who I know. Um, it's not like I can go make tweets viral, you know, just click like the viral <laughs> button when you're making yeah. a tweet to reach a larger audience. Like, it's, it's just not that simple. It's not that simple at all. I, I think you mind. remember this also, um, you and I both were in different music scenes, but we were in the music scenes in the late 90s, early 2000s. And um, there was always only one way to deal with neo-Nazi punks at those shows. And they usually ended up getting thrown out after they started fights. And yeah. I don't know if the world's changed that much since then. Um, you know, I've got two kids and been married 10 years. I don't know much of what any music scene looks like anymore. But yeah. there used to only be one way to deal with them, and I don't think that's changed. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I don't think it has either, which is, which is. Except they wear a lot more khaki now. Lots of khaki, lots of cargo shorts that look like they're just like carrying around hundreds of quarters in the pocket. <laughs> they're baggy even when empty. I, I say. You know, we stage like, a fake monster truck rally, like the Super Bowl. But basically, just have a football game, but each player is in their own monster truck. You do it in the desert, like Arizona, Utah, wherever deserts are in the U.S. Um, <laughs> you know, give all these people free tickets, just 
bring them on in and, you know, just signal North Korea, like, here's your chance. We're going to let you, like, remember that game in middle school where, like, you hit somebody on the arm and then they'd hit you in the arm and you'd hit them in the arm and it's like, whoever felt the most pain, they lost. Mm-hmm. Just a, it's just a version of that, but on a, a global scale. And you just, you just nuke the shit out of them and they're gone. But then you get into, like, you know, fighting violence and silence, and then we've got all this nuclear radioactive goop um, everywhere. I imagine it's, like, uh, it just glows bright green. Yeah. Um, kind of like Ghostbusters, like ectoplasm. Oh, so we're going to go full circle. Because that's yeah. where ghosts come from, which is where superheroes come from. And now, much like I think Pixar envisioned, we're quickly getting into Cars world because of retaliation ahead. against the Nazis, chemicals. Yeah. We've now You're turned into car people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm glad you saw that very clear parallel between all of that. Um, that's the new Pixar theory. Um, so, yeah, uh, but, you know, I just, I'm Zach. I'm Daniel. And this is Creatoring. Um, I guess it's usually a bi-weekly podcast. And, you know, we discuss issues important to creative community, like where cars come from. But then we usually end up here giving them less respect than they deserve. Usually we have a guest. But this week, it's just us. So We're each other's guests. This is what you you get. It's going to be good. It's going to be intimate. It's going to be a special limited edition, platinum deluxe edition (laughs) uh, episode. Um, Just look at it that way. You know, I think we should just talk about the state of things. You know, things have been going so far. This would be, what, episode eight? Yes. Something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right on. Oh, my God. We made it to eight. Sure. What a thing. What a world. I guess you can count the Creative South special. <laughs> Let's call this a seven and a half. How's that? All right. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that works. We'll cut ourselves down just a little bit. Um, um, yeah. You know. Good check-in. But... I think um, you and I talked a couple weeks ago off air, just kind of where we saw the show going in the future. And uh, while we don't have everything worked out, we wanted to kind of share it with you guys, the listeners. Um, First off, just kind of what the state of the union. Um, Like Daniel said, this is our eighth episode. Um, You know, it's hard to pin down numbers and stuff, but you guys seem to like it. We just hit almost 5,000 downloads, which is, I've heard it's pretty good for a podcast with eight episodes. I, I was surprised when we had more than like 10. <laughs> I haven't you know? encountered 5,000 people in my life, so, you know. Yeah. Well. And we've had awesome guests. I mean, just incredible guests all around. Everybody's been awesome. About that. People that I was surprised would want to talk to us in real life. Yeah, it still feels like sort of a fever dream. (laughs) We've got awesome guests lined up. More people I can't believe like us on the internet, even. Um, 
but there was a few things that we thought we needed to work out. Right? Yeah. Yeah. A few things, you know, maybe structurally, um, subject matter wise, you know, we focus a great deal on design, but there are a bajillion design podcasts out there all essentially talking about the exact same thing. And while we are a rougher version of those, I think we kind of like fall into the same bucket. Um, but like, you know, I want to offer a more honest narrative, I guess. Maybe yeah. Something that's a little less filtered. And something that's not coming from, well, I don't know how self-deprecating to be, but not coming <laughs> from highly educated design elites who don't practice design, but merely speak about it. We're not those people. We're, we're right. blue-color designers. Like, I'm on an in-house team. You won't see a lot of my stuff. And, I mean, you're you're up till two or three in the morning almost every night. Man, I just put out. I'm, I'm done. This is a public <laughs> announcement. I'm done with it. All your clients. I'm done. All of you. I can't. <laughs> I need to take my life back. It's it sucks, but it's gonna happen. No. Yeah. yeah. Gotta gotta be responsible, I guess, or once in a while. Um, that's another thing. Yeah. No, no more two-hour episodes from creating. Hopefully, true. We are <laughs> shooting for one hour or less because people's lives are busy, and you know, I know everybody out there loves the way that we talk. Um, that goes without saying, but we talk so good. We talk so so good. Uh, we're just gonna tease you. With, with our voices and conversations. And just, I, I can't wait till that, I can't wait till we do the ASMR episode. Oh man, I'm just gonna like get like spray paint cans and tap on them with paint brushes and scratch oh, glass. I, I've been making like, slime. I've been making slime just to get ready. Oh man, I'm already getting chill bumps. <laughs> I Am think I broken? So. No, it's just the tingles. You're good. Good, 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 good. Those are a Ta-da. gift from God above. Don't question them. All right. Uh, great overlord of the cosmos, Roger. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we're probably going to put a survey out soon just to kind of... Um, we've still got some subjects and topics that we want to talk about, but... We want to hear more from you guys. Um, one thing we're doing, um, I'm not sure 100% if we're going to move this show totally to Anchor. Um, I like it so far, but uh, if you guys like it, uh, the show will still be on iTunes and Google Play and everywhere, but it'll also be an Anchor, so you can um, go in there and call in with your comments and we can answer them. Um, you can leave live feedback, I think. But uh, part of that just leads to segments and shorter episodes. Just more interaction, I think. But um, what I was saying before, we're going to send out a survey to see kind of how you guys feel like we're doing and what you would like to hear from us going forward. 
Yeah, we're basically giving you permission and encouraging you to heckle us, um, <laughs> albeit in a private or non-private situation. Yeah, be, we don't. Yeah, we we don't talk about whatever we want to talk about, but maybe somebody wants to know something. I mean, I'm not gonna promise any sort of insightful information, though. Without fail. That's usually what we get every episode, and just to reiterate, we, we never plan on it. All right, we never plan on it, um, but it's good. So, good little motivators to talk about. We should do. We should also do segments. Like, um, man, I, I I don't know. Just like pop ahead ideas. Um, you know, make new names for colors. Uh, <laughs> like create create it can just be like 15 minutes of us designing something but we only record to clicking uh, mm-hmm. that's really beautiful that's great we'll do that every once upon a time I talked to Brian Manley about doing a 30 minute heavy metal album review or a 30 second album review every episode I think we need to bring that back I can I won't be able to participate in that, but I'll I'll say I'll agree, I'll, I'll agree a lot. Whatever you say, I'll just agree to it. Though I did listen, exposed to uh, Morgan to Cannibal Corpse over the weekend. Oh, <clears throat> that was that was really fun. Yeah. Did she expect it, or did it just happen? It just much like love in the springtime. Dear Zachary, it just it bubbled up out of the wind. Oh, uh, as it should. Ended in tremendous headache. <laughs> tremendous headache. Mm. Yeah, so Hold on a second uh, while I look up a Cannibal Corpse song. <laughs> of course. Please do. Oh, kill every cop. Nice. Huh. I listened to... Cannibal Corpse and Nicki Minaj are collaborating on a song together. That I am not true. Well, it's on Google, so. Oh, it's not true. It's just definitely true. I don't think it's true, but I can hope. I think we listened to Hammer Smashed Face from the album uh, Tomb of the Mutilated. I don't know, but spoiler alert, it sounds like this week's episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, man. What? What a ride. Um, what a ride. The, reason, the reason I made that really painful, bad transition is because one of the questions that we got from um, some of our listeners, one of our listeners, Mr. VR of Chicago, uh, go buy his shirt on Cotton Zero. Three days left if you're listening to the show on Monday. If you missed it, you suck. Whatever. He asked us, and Daniel, I want to know if you have any. He said, um, "What are your guesses for the Game of the Thro- Game, the Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones ending?" I already know what's going to happen, and it. I've, I've had the same theory. The season two, whenever we figured out. Bran can ward creatures, animals, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whatever. Um, he's he's gonna ward a dragon. Oh shoot! Is, it's, it's it's so simple. Um, 
the White Walkers, they're they're gonna. Of course, they've got all the tricks up their sleeves. Um, yeah, yeah, they're dead. They're they. But are they? Are they? Mm-hmm. If you there's there's a little there's a little like nugget of spoiler or um, wink to something happening. Okay, so you know when like the children of the forest. Um, that scene when they created the White Walkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a mountain in the background. Uh, it's just random mountains. Actually, when they shot in Iceland, it's a um, mountain that's next to a famous waterfall. Anyways, I digress. Uh, that same mountain is in the trailer for the next episode, but it's covered in snow. snow and delight. Huh. So it's going to be some sort of sacred ceremonial thing. I don't know what's going to happen, but most of those people, Jorah, um, the Hound, um, the Brotherhood, well, to the... Uh, Jon Snow's going to be safe. He's not going to die. Uh, yeah. But most of them will die. No. Most of them are, most of them are going to die. Uh, I mean, I think you're right, but that's like the best group of people since the show started together. In um, one place. My favorite. But of those people to die, that's also everyone who's come back from the dead. So if you're going to kill somebody, those are the people to do it to, I guess. Actually, you just brought up a really good point. I didn't realize that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Those are the only people that have come back from the dead. Except Brand. Well, Does he count? Well, Brand's not... He's not, like, part of the Seven, though. He's not part of the people who... Yeah, that's true. He's not there. Not all of them have come back from the dead, but two of them have. Well, hold on. The Brotherhood guy... I keep forgetting his name. Eyepatch guy. Yeah. Cedric? Cedric? No, not that guy. No, the the guy with the Eyepatch. He's died, like, eight times, right? Yeah. The Hound was close to death. Jora was very close to death. You could say that he died. John, of course, did die. Um, what is it, Manfield? Man- Mansfield, the wildling guy. Yeah. He's a, he's Tor- a, Tormon. That's his name. God, I hope um, you're right. He's going to die, but I don't want him to. He's like one of my favorite characters right now. The Hound is my favorite character. Yeah, he's pretty uh, good. Did Gendry went with him, didn't he? Gendry, people are going to make fun of us for how we're saying these names and not remembering them. There's like 20,000 people on this show. There is. And I've got a fucking computer in front of me right now. I can just look all those things up. (laughs) Don't do it. Yeah, don't. This is is an honest, um, my honest knowledge of the show. This is one of the best parts of our dumb podcast. Don't look well, it up. So Daenerys is gonna, she's gonna send the dragon to Jon Snow's aid, but I guess she's gonna realize, like after they bring the White Walker back, that they're real. Because she has three dragons, she doesn't need all three of them. She can send one. Uh, she's gonna send one to Jon, and of course, Jon being a target control of the dragon, it's just gonna happen. Yeah. Um, then he's gonna go back and meet up with. Daenerys, but Daenerys isn't going to know that he's a Targaryen. She's going to get mad at him for something, not being able to bend the knee or something like that. There's going to be some conflict, and she's going to Jakarta's ass 
He's going to burn Jon Snow with huh. a dragon. But then when the flames clear, he's still going to be standing. And she's going to be like, oh shit, you're you're one of me. Because they each get one, right? Yeah, I think it's something like that. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. That's anyway, what the prophecy says. Any... Everybody gets one. I think but he already has a dire wolf. It's not, it's not fair. <laughs> no, I mean like one not death by fire. Oh, that's right. Everybody gets one. Um, I've, that's very interesting. I like that. And I'm really glad that neither one of us made like a Dumbledore joke. I was very tempted. You know, Obi Wan comes not, in. Yeah, I'm not qualified to make a Dumbledore joke. That's all right. You're a better person than I am. Um, I, I don't know about that. I have heard someone mention that one of the dragons would die and become oh. a ice dragon or a White Walker dragon. Is a popular fan theory. <laughs> I hope that happens. So that fits in well also with your she sends a dragon to help John and everybody but yeah, they and fuck it the, up and it dies. Yeah. That's going to be the one that Bran wards. Yeah, and then they're going to kill it somehow because they have this troll. Maybe one of the, the trolls like backflips up into the air and strangles the dragon. Oh, yeah. Down to the ground. Dude, they'll just throw a freaking icicle at it. I don't know how they True. do their stuff. They'll do it though. Serious creatures. Yeah, who, who who knows? My ultimate theory is that the very last scene, the camera's going to keep panning out and panning out and panning out to where Westeros is like super small, and then it turns out that they were inside a snow globe on George R. R. Martin's bookshelf like the whole time, and the show's going to end, and people are going to like pour into the streets and burn buildings down and flip. Them. Oh double twist his soul is stuck in the wooden doorknob of the dresser in his hotel room ooh, 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 ooh. Mm-hmm. it's gonna get weird it's gonna double get... double twist they're already in hell bum, bum, bum. all of these are probably true game of thrones game of thrones what else do we have? Favorite, favorite Death Grips album? Oh, all of them. That was easy. Next question. Um, yep. Oddest source of inspiration. Okay, so I've got one. And this is uh-huh. going to... I'm going to lose a lot of people. Um, just relax <laughs> my phone so I can like roll around my basement. I have to, I have to find it. Um, I have this book that is... If you have your headphones close by, put them in. Oh, they're in. They're oh, in. they are in. Okay, never mind them. No, here it is. Okay, this is a book called Crucial Intervention, right? And a beautiful book. I'm looking at it right now. It's uh, bound very well. It's got like some copper foil embellishments. There's a gentleman on the cover that has what appear to be belts wrapped around his face and some gauze, and he's got like this metal instrument uh, sticking out of his neck. Following? Uh, uh-huh. All right. I, I'm actually looking at it right now, and I would recommend cool. anyone listening to please go Google Google Crucial well, Intervention while he talks to you. But hold, hold that clicker. Um, just 
just for a moment, let me just explain the contents here. Um, Please. On, on the inside of the book, you have, uh, oh my God, I haven't looked in here in a while, a variety of diagrams of the human body and what they look like on the inside. They're all illustrations. So this is basically what old surgeons used uh, before they uh, performed surgery on people. So, or when they were trying to um, determine what sort of illness somebody had. And they would look through all these extremely detailed, I mean, this is like, honestly, this is like serial killer stuff. Like if somebody just oh, Jesus Christ. on, on <laughs> my coffee table and we were like new friends or something, I would, I would lose that friend immediately. Uh, but it's, so all of that aside, the design of this book is incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, you have like all these very like bright orange, um, uh, like embellishments and stuff throughout the like highlighter orange and the way that it's laid out it basically has every type of page layout you can imagine oh god let's look to a bad page um variety of like photos illustrations diagrams it's great i really love diagrams so sure it's good for me <laughs> Good point. Um, oh. He ran out screaming, though. That's fine. Did, did he see the picture of crucial interventions <laughs> that you just sent me? No, but I should have made that happen. Terrified, I guess. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's one odd source of, of inspiration. What about you? Oh, man. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm just looking at these pictures. This is not good audio form, but Jesus, I need to get this book. <laughs> um, oddest, oddest source of inspiration. Hmm. You know, it's kind of new, and it may not be that weird. I blame Bethany Heck. I had never heard of these before. But have you seen these Japanese magazines that she's been tweeting out and referencing for her new blog? Negative. Um, it's a it's a bunch of um, I, I can't remember what she called them. Go follow her on Twitter and she'll show more. But it's a subculture in Japan where they make magazines and catalogs that just um, like review mid-1900s American culture. <laughs> like, there's one there's one that's just dedicated to, like, blue jeans and denim products. Um, all right, all right, I'm following. Stuff like that, and just ones based on kaiju and old-timey recipe books. Like, they just find really niche American culture things and just break them down into these beautiful layouts and beautiful typography. They find the best illustrations and old pictures. It's pretty cool. It's, I guess it's not that odd. I just never heard of it before. Um, no, I was going to say wrestling earlier because I think we talked about it before, but ever since we watched, Beth and I watched Glow on Netflix, 
yeah. we've been watching like more indie wrestling, like Ring of Honor and Lucha Underground on Netflix. It's Ooh. it's dumb, but it's it's fun. You know, you appreciate the story and the sure. the stunt work that goes into it. Plus, some of their design stuff is just some of it's really good and some of it's really 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 bad. But it's all fun. So probably those two right now. Character development and backstories and wrestling is, well, at least it used to be incredible. I was a big Undertaker fan myself. Um, I loved Kane as well because Kane just kind of came out of nowhere. They <laughs> have an origin story. Like, he's just, just, oh, that's Undertaker's brother, of course. But, that he killed in the fire, but he isn't really dead. Yeah, it got dark there for a while. Yeah, it did. Oh, Mankind. 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 Um, yeah. Without a doubt, favorite wrestler. Um, I don't know of um any storylines as strong as those anymore. There's definitely still storylines, especially in the WWE. But it seems like a lot in these um independent circuits, like um, okay, one I really like is called PWG, Professional Wrestlers or Professional Gorilla Wrestling. PGW. <laughs> they uh, they're more into the stunts and high flying stuff than uh, you know the old beat 'em down stuff like Ric Flair used to do or like the Undertaker used to do. But um, one of my favorite wrestlers right now is a guy named Joey Ryan. Um, his motto is uh, bringing the sleazy back to pro wrestling. Wonderful. Is <laughs> if it had ever left. As if it, yeah, he, he'll like um, rub baby oil on his chest like before he fights and stuff and like make a big show of it. And one thing they do in PGW, a lot of people don't like it. I think it's kind of, I don't want to say neat. That sounds weird. I think it's, um, I don't think it's bad. They do intergender matches. So like, yeah, girls will wrestle guys and vice versa. And, um, Joey Ryan has a tag partner, uh, Candice LeRae. Look up, they go by the name the cutest tag team in the world. <laughs> and they have, <laughs> I might share the link to this. Um, this will be the one that gets people to not listen to me anymore. Because they do, um, do you know what painting is in professional wrestling? When you paint the other person? No. All right, no. it's where it's where you make someone bleed from their forehead. <laughs> Usually, oh, yeah. it's like they cut themselves, or like they'll nick themselves on the forehead. Usually, like if you watch the referee, will give them a blade or something, and they'll just nick their forehead because they bleed so much. Oh, super, super duper! But usually, it's the guys doing it. Candace does it in that match, and it's just. I don't know. Yeah, I've got a picture of that right now. World yeah. Tag Team. It's uh, just to describe this. It's like a Burt Reynolds-esque guy. Um, Beth calls him the Paul F. Tompkins of wrestling. <laughs> okay. In white underwear, and then a lady with pretty much wearing the same thing except for, like stripes across, like a tank top thing. Oh yeah, and of course her face is pouring blood. Yep. Yeah. It's a great match. 
So that's that's probably the oddest place I've found inspiration lately. Good storytelling. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, I was just gonna say Adventure Time, but <laughs> no, you can't go back to Adventure Time after telling us about that book. <laughs> Listen. We all like Adventure Time. Yeah. <laughs> best show. Absolute best show. Do we have any um, questions? No, that was it. Um, some people are going to call in with questions, but I think we can answer them in future episodes. Um, yeah, that's true. That's we true. don't have any. We don't have any theme music this week. I've got to figure out how to get it into Anchor, but um, um, yeah, we still do have our Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash/creator. We do. You can, you know, if you if you want to make two grown men just slightly happy, just a little happier. Than, just a little. Just a, just, a, just a tad happy. Though there are way more important issues in the world right now. But, you know, supporting us ranks, I don't know, I think in the 20s. Mm-hmm. Right? If you rank all of the important issues in the world today that need <laughs> backing, I think that we can safely say we're probably around number 29. Um, that's a conservative estimate. Sure. Super, super duper conservative. Super conservative. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> as far as topics go, I've been making it a point to stay off of design Twitter because it's, it's, you know, I thought that like YouTube comments, like YouTube comment section was one of the saddest places on the internet, but I think personally for me that design Twitter is now one of the saddest places on the internet that's just boiling over with insecurity and uh, teen angst that never really left and just in up aggression and it's kind of cringy now and embarrassing mm-hmm. to experience. You know? Um, Not good. No more of that. No more of that shit. No more of it. Yep. Tired of it. So you can, listeners, you guys can record your questions and send them to us at any time, but if it's a lot of design Twitter issues, we'll probably just ignore them. You know? No bummers. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Because we love you guys and appreciate our time too much to spend it on a lot of that crap. Unless it directly targets Zach or myself. Um, in that case, we're just going to extra ignore it. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. Well, that was our first episode on here. <laughs> cool. You know, you know what's cool is this is the first episode where there have been no technical difficulties. That's right. Thank you, Anchor. We appreciate it. Yeah. That's pretty pretty rad of you, Anchor. But, um, yeah, I'll talk to you in uh, two weeks. I think that sounds... Yeah. Let's do do a week and a half and get back on schedule. How's that? I will be in the sticks, my friend. I will be in the sticks. We'll make it happen. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll make this happen. All right.